Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to the Smirconish podcast for independent minds. Gerald Posner is an investigative journalist, author of, count them, 13 different books. They include God's Bankers, Why America Slept, Pharma, and the book that first acquainted me with his work. It was 20, no, pardon me, 1993, then reissued, but 1993 originally Case Closed came out. It was Gerald Posner's examination of the Kennedy assassination. He's just written for Substack, a piece that we had posted yesterday at Smirconish.com. Do you know that the National Archives just released more CIA, JFK assassination files? Here to discuss is Gerald Posner. Gerald, thanks so much for being here. My goodness, what's the universe of documents that still have not been released after this most recent drop? Well, you know, Michael, we're down now uh, to uh, 3,565, and I think about it because, you know, we talked about it in 2017 when Trump was president, and we talked about it again in 2021 under Biden, and uh, the numbers keep falling, uh, but we're now down to, you know, 3,500 and change. How many documents were just released? 355, and they were all documents that the CIA had requested something to be redacted on, um, whether it was a word or an entire page. So they're the famous, you know, sort of everybody's looking for CIA JFK files, thinking that's where any smoking gun will be. And the unusual part of this is normally, as you know, the National Archives, which is doing the releases, issues a press release, and they sort of herald the fact that there's more transparency. And it wasn't because there was anything explosive in it, but they just sort of, you know, put them out. And it took one of the researchers um, who looks into this all the time to even spot that they were there were new documents out and alert everybody else. So, Gerald, when you look at the the press release from the National Archives relative to this release and look at some of the examples of what's contained in that pool, is it obvious to you, and do you say, oh, okay, I get it now. This is why they didn't want it out. Or instead, do you look at the documents and say, my God, they could have dropped this 20, 30, 40 years ago? Well, obviously, I wouldn't be very good in uh, working in uh, the intelligence world and deciding what should still be retained as classified information because I would probably not have kept most of this for the last 20 years secret. It, it, th- these are mostly these words that were missing or the paragraphs that were missing or even the whole pages 
are invariably instances in which the CIA is protecting the relationship of some informant, somebody in counterintelligence who had helped us mostly in another country, Norway, France, uh, Mexico City. Uh, and in other instances, they're holding it back because those countries, um, in the case of Australia, had asked them uh, decades ago not to release it because they were worried about the political ramifications, uh, internal ramifications inside of Australia. This material, I think, could have been released a decade, two decades ago, and wouldn't have upset international relations and would have been better out earlier. Can we give the radio listeners an example or two of what sort of information has just come to light? I'd like to go to the 1975 testimony of James Angleton to the church committee. Who was he? Why is this significant? Yeah, I mean, James Jesus Angleton is significant because he was sort of the key fellow that many conspiracy people think was at the heart of a CIA plot to kill the president. He was head of the agency's counterintelligence program for uh, tw- 21 years, the top counterintel officer there, starting in 1954. So he was in charge when Kennedy was, in fact, killed. And his deposition uh, that was done by the church committee, the church committee was the one who uncovered all of these illegal doings that the CIA was involved in in assassination plots abroad. So here's the, the Senate committee that's uncovering the misdeeds that force Angleton to really leave the agency. They have this deposition. It's sealed completely. In 2017, the government released part of it. They released a little part in 2018, and then some last December. So, of course, everyone's interested on what's remaining. What are they still keeping secret that we can't see? That has to be the key things. And when it, you, it actually comes out, at least for most people following the Kennedy assassination, they're going to scratch their head and think that's what they were keeping out. I mean, I've posted copies of the documents so people could see what was kept. You know, people think secret, sealed CIA files means entire pages are blank. We've all seen those type of redactions where pages all filled with black lines and you can only read a couple of words. In the case of the Angleton deposition, there was a paragraph missing in one part and then words missing on two other pages. Now we have it all. And the paragraph deals with the identity of a Romanian defector who defected in Norway and exposed a great deal of intelligence um, uh, about the Soviets at the time. And the blank words that were missing deal with French counterintelligence and the Romanians who were dealing with this dump of information in Norway against the Soviets. And you think to yourself, okay, nothing to do with the JFK assassination. has to do with um, intelligence with other countries. This is the material that they've held back for nearly 60 years. Uh, we've, we've talked about this before, you know, you and me. Uh, free the files. The, it's time to get these files out there. And if this is any example of what's still being held back, you have to think that um, it's time for the public to see it all. So 1975, Angleton is deposed. I'm just going to pick this up and, and you'll provide some context. Quote, and second, there were too many cases which were in fact exposed, which showed the most intimate relationship between the Soviet and Romanian intelligence services. And only within the last few weeks, again, this is 1975 testimony, there has been a Romanian defector who has defected to the Norwegians and apparently has exposed a great deal of the intelligence activity of Romania against Norway. So, okay, I guess I get how in the mid-70s that was a little sensitive, but... It's, it's 2023. Why in the world would that have had to be kept secret for, for the intervening 30 or so years? 
Okay, so the, the only explanation for it, and we don't have the answer yet, is if the CIA was able to show, if they wanted to, that that Romanian defector um, uh, was still alive until the last four or five years. That Romanian defector was maybe in his 20s at the time, uh, and then it turns out that over a period of time, uh, he had died only a couple of years ago. They wanted to make sure that the Soviets or the remnants of it or Putin's KGB couldn't then say, ah, that's who it was, who got all of this information and went against us decades ago. If that's the case, fine. I mean, I've wondered that on a number of instances. You know, are they now dealing with people that they've, I, they could be identified because of more specifics and they've only passed away within the previous few years? If that's the case, then I'll say, okay, I understand why you held it back. But if it's not the case, then I'm really puzzled by it. Okay, how about what's referred to as Warren Commission Document CD 971, which pertains to a telephone call that was received by the American Embassy in Australia close in time to the assassination of President Kennedy? You know, that's a fantastic document because the document itself ends up referring to these uh, telephone calls that came in the year before Kennedy was killed in 62 from somebody who's anonymous, a, a man who says, by the way, there's uh, going to try to kill President Kennedy. The the Soviets are offering a bounty form of $100,000, uh, essentially. And the calls come in after 60, after the president's killed in 63 from they identify as the same person saying, by the way, uh, I told you about this, and I was in a car with the Soviets I picked up after the president was killed, and they were celebrating the fact. Boy, that sounds like there was foreknowledge of the assassination, conspiracy, and the CIA had completely missed it. Now, what's the cover letter is what everybody was interested in, because later that material was debunked. There was information that was given by the caller that didn't turn out to hold anything. So the real question was, what was being held back by the CIA? And it's really this cover letter from the head of Australia's equivalent of the CIA, this brigadier general, to the head of the CIA at the time, Richard Helms, saying, by the way, don't release that Warren Commission document. We don't want it out. Now, that makes you think, why did the Australians have something else that they knew about the JFK assassination that they didn't want disclosed? Now we have the letter finally. We have the cover letter from the head of Australian intelligence to the head of the CIA saying, please don't release the information. And what was redacted was the Australian chief's request not to release it because they didn't want to have political fallout in Australia, that they were working so closely with the CIA. They didn't want to disclose that the CIA had these stations that they were operating in inside of Australia, in Canberra and, and in uh, other locations. So it's all about protecting the Australians, not about what happened in the JFK assassination. What is it that Gerald Posner in 2023 most wants to know about the Kennedy assassination? This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders 
are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash Smirconish, netsuite.com slash Smirconish, netsuite.com slash Smirconish. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. What is it that Gerald Posner in 2023 most wants to know about the Kennedy assassination? You who've spent so much time researching this issue and have written what I regard as the definitive book on the subject. I want to know if the remaining 3,500 files, Michael, there's any information that the CIA had picked up, any intelligence that when Lee Harvey Oswald visited Mexico City only five weeks before he kills Kennedy in Dallas and was at the Cuban missions of the Soviet uh, embassy, did he at any time threaten the president? There were reports that he had made a threat like that. And did the CIA pick up intelligence about that from one of the agents they had placed or one of the sources they had placed in either the Cubans or the Soviets? That would be remarkable because it would mean that the CIA then failed when Oswald came back into the country to notify the FBI of that threat. And the FBI, therefore, didn't have Oswald on a higher watch list. Maybe November 22nd could have been prevented. But that's what I'm looking for in terms of the assassination. If there's a smoking gun in my perspective, it would be that. Okay. And not necessarily because there was a Soviet hand in it, not because Castro was involved, but I mean, this would make sense as to why these documents have taken so long to come out into the public domain. If in fact the CIA recognized they had been asleep at the switch. That's that's right. There's also another thing, by the way, I will say there, there's a series of documents that are being withheld that have nothing, I think, to do at all with the Kennedy assassination. But I also understand they got picked up and put into the JFK assassination because they have the word assassination in there. And the CIA is holding them probably until the very end. Um, they're what I call the, the WIROG, um, W-I-R-O-G-U-E files. That's actually a code name for an agent um, that uh, was 
based in uh, the, the Congo. Um, he had been picked up as an agent at the time. He's sort of a soldier of fortune. Uh, he was from the Soviet Republic of Georgia. And this is an amazing guy who uh, had had plastic surgery, so other Europeans wouldn't recognize him. He was sent into the Congo. He was trained in explosives and trying to develop an assassination team. There were questions whether he was involved in any of the assassinations of Lumbamba or others. So the CIA may have some dirty secrets about offshore operations that involved um, operatives at a level that they don't want out. It has nothing to do with JFK, but it's still going to be embarrassing for them. Those files are still in there, and they are whole-page redactions. It's amazing that Case Closed has been the best seller that it has been for Gerald Posner, because you're informative, and this is intriguing, and it has a, a ring of authenticity to it, but it's not as much fun as a conspiracy. Right. Isn't it much more enjoyable to try and wonder about Castro and the Soviets and and how they all were in a cabal and the gangsters and the hookers and whatever else gets factored into this? The Oliver Stone stuff. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, you know, I didn't know where I was coming out when I I did the the book for Random House back when they signed me up in 91, 92. When I finally concluded that it was Oswald alone, they were crestfallen at the publisher because <laughs> they, were, they were hoping I was coming back with, you know, the absolute credible evidence that would establish the conspiracy. Uh, you, you're hoping always that there is something else there, but in the end, you have to follow the facts. But it's remarkable to me that you're right. That's why I think the conspiracies will live on. And even when the last document is released from the National Archives, that won't be the end of this. Most people... Uh, will continue to believe that there's a plot somewhere that they probably the key documents were then destroyed or or you know they they weren't uh, ever made available to the public so i don't think that that's going to you know be the end of it when the final documents are finally out from the archives okay 335 down 3565 <laughs> to go gerald as always and- thank you thank you so much for such an informative report Thank you so much, Michael. I'm hoping that they are out next month. Next, the end of June is the deadline that President Biden has given, and maybe this time we'll hey, get them all. May I all right. may I make a recommend a recommendation to you? Because yes. pharma, pharma, another of your books was such a, a a tough analysis of the pharmaceutical industry, and as we've been discussing, you've written this book on the Kennedy assassination. And and I have this gentleman on the brain because I just interviewed him. Here's RFK Jr running mm-hmm. for the presidency, a sharp critic of the pharmaceutical industry and one who harbors doubt about not only the murder, the execution, the assassination of his father, RFK, but also of JFK. Yeah, he's convinced that there's a conspiracy by the CIA in both of those assassinations. And it, the you know, and I dealt with the King family when I did the uh, the book on on Martin Luther King, and they believed uh, across the board that there was a, a much larger conspiracy than just James Earl Ray. And when you get to the families, not all of them, but there's a personal factor as well involved, and it's very difficult for people who otherwise can be rational and see facts and logically deduce what the information is when they're involved in a personal way as their parent, their uncle. Uh, you know, they. They um, they can they get clouded sometimes about the vision, and I just think he's wrong on both of those. He's absolutely sincere in what he believes, but I just think on those two issues, he, he's absolutely wrong. Yeah, well, you have to write on that, and and if not, I'm calling right. your wife, and she can write on that. One of the one of the one of the Posners has to write on that issue. It's it's tailor made for you, Gerald. Thank All you right. so much. I shall. 
Thank Appreciate you. Thank it. you, Michael. It's Gerald Posner. Look in my social media and you can read the Substack. I've always been taken with it. I'll always be taken with it. I am a believer that the Warren Commission got it right, that Oswald killed Kennedy and that he acted alone. And when I first met, professionally met Gerald Posner, it's because he set out to write a book about it, open-minded, and as he just told you, comes back to the publisher and says, okay, the book's finished. I've concluded that the Warren Commission got it right. And they're like, no, no, nobody wants to read that. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere you cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite you improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform slashing manual tasks and errors over 37,000 companies have already made the move so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash Smirconish. NetSuite.com slash Smirconish. NetSuite.com slash Smirconish. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. You want to hear a theory about uh, how many Oswald, how maybe Oswald didn't kill Kennedy acting alone? Sure. All right. That would come from Mike in Massachusetts. You're thinking what, Mike? Hey, Michael, I have to disagree with you. I While I agree with you a lot on a lot of the things that you say, I have to disagree on uh, Lee Harvey Oswald being the lone gunman. Tell me. Reason being, I'm not a hunter. I've never shot at any living thing, but I have shot thousands of rounds through guns, and never once has a target moved towards me when I struck the target, like the fatal shot that hit JFK. So that's the only thing that I personally want to know. 
where was the other gunman standing? Because that's my theory, that he was shot from a different direction and his head went backwards in the opposite direction. Yeah, the, of the movement of Oswald was poached. The movement of Kennedy's body, the head in particular, has always been a, a focal point of people who have questioned the Warren Commission. Uh, the idea that in the grassy knoll, there may have been another yeah. gunman. I, I totally get the argument. I thought you were going in a different direction. I thought you were going to challenge the practicality of Lee Harvey Oswald having been such a, this is going to sound morbid for me to use this word, but an excellent shot which it would have required, yeah. or, you know, uh, my friend Senator Specter's single-bullet conclusion, as he called it. These, these are all legitimate questions, I think, to be, to be asked about it. Yes. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Appreciate it very much. Uh, Les, you are in the woodlands of Texas. You most wanted to say what? Yeah, good morning. I've, I've studied the assassination all my life. I was 14 when it happened. I had an opportunity to speak with Governor Connolly on a flight. In 1988, and the bottom line is nobody ever brings forth any evidence. If you go to the Grassy Knoll area, you'll see how close quarters it is. Yep. And uh, nobody could go unnoticed. Be like being in your bathroom, somebody with you, and you not notice it. So I'm with you, Michael, 100. percent There is no evidence of anybody else. Was this? Was this? Got the president by himself. Was this a happenstance encounter with Connolly, and was he receptive to talking about it? Yes, he once he found out my views and I and um, that I was in the minority, that um, there was nobody else involved. He was very receptive, and he said, "What I'm saying now to you is is that is there's there's no evidence, and these theories don't they don't hold water because you know you re- require evidence as an only as as if it were a legal proceeding." So, yeah, totally. Uh, Listen, that, I that. I was I was very close to uh, thank you, Les. I was very close to Senator Specter. And in one of the, if not the, last substantive conversation I remember with him, we had dinner together, and he was preparing to go out on the road on the 50th anniversary, we can all do the math, of uh, the Kennedy assassination, because he wanted, he wanted to go talk about it, and he wanted to go defend the single bullet conclusion those many years on. He would always, I told him, Ma- Michael, Ma- Michael, it's not the single bullet theory. It's the single bullet conclusion, he would say in that very unique Kansan tone of his. And I, too, have always been fascinated with the subject since I was a kid. I had a copy of the Warren Commission report. The Smirconish Podcast for Independent Minds. Listen to Michael Smirconish live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. 
I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee.